Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Hey, hello everybody. It's about 7.30 p.m. And time for This and That with your host, Daddy B. I am Matt Bowen, your host, Daddy B. We're going to do some talking tonight, maybe play some music later. And we are waiting for... Our guest to call in, and it is Bruce Figler, a DJ and radio host from 107.1 FM WXPK in White Plains, New York, over in Westchester there. And the number to call in, number to call in, Bruce, is 724-444-7444. That's 724-444-7444. The call ID is 136-710-POUND. One three six seven one zero pound. Gonna ask him some good questions tonight, and uh, should have him on the line very shortly. <clears throat> and uh, until we get him on the line, let's play some music here. Uh, I'm going to play Oasis with Wonderwall. Here we go. They're gonna throw it back to you By now You should have somehow realized What you gotta do I don't believe that Anybody feels the way I do about you now Backbeat The word is on the street That the fire in your heart is out I'm sure You've heard it all before But you never really had it down about you now and all the roads we have to walk are winding and all the lights that lead us there are blinding there are many things that I would like to say to you but I don't know how Cause 
throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you not be the deal I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now Okay, we're uh, unmuted. Hello? Uh, hey, is this Bruce? Hello? Hello? Hello, is this Bruce? No, it's Mike. It's Mike. Oh, Mike, hey. Uh, having a little technical problem getting Bruce on the call here, but uh, still waiting for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what are you up to? Too much. Why don't you play some music while you're waiting? I, I just did. Okay, well... Well, I'm going to start calling him in. Okay. Um, and so I'll mute you. Okay, go ahead. Yep. Uh, he's muted. Let's see if I can call him in. Uh, what is going on here? All phones. 914... Seven six nine eight nine nine seven. Bruce. Hey, Bruce. This is Matt. I'm uh, sorry, I had a little technical problem there. I guess. Yes. The other number didn't work either, but and then it hung up on me. Oh wow! So this is uh, Bruce Figler, the. Uh, a DJ and radio host from 107.1 FM, WXPK in White Plains, New York. How are you doing, Bruce? I'm doing fine. Most people know us as The Peak, P-E-A-K. The Peak. Yeah, I just I just said the call letters. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm going to ask you a few questions here. Uh, if, you, uh, if you get it done, you can riff on whatever. Uh, but the uh, first question was, uh, is, uh, what was your first radio job like, and how did it lead to... Uh, airtime on the peak. <laughs> well, that's a, it's an interesting story that I that I can spin here. Um, when I got out of college back in the late 70s, I was looking for a job anywhere I could find one. And one of the places I looked was a little radio station up in a little town called Briarcliff Manor, New York. It was a progressive rock station at the time. And uh, I sent uh, my what's called a demo tape up there to see if I could get them interested. Mm-hmm. And they sort of ignored it. <laughs> so I, I didn't have a lot of them, so I called again and said, hey, did you get a chance to listen? No, we haven't listened to it yet. Give us a little more time. And finally, after uh, a few weeks, I finally said, you know, I'm coming up. I'm getting the tape because I need it back to send to other stations. If you're not going to hire me, i got to have that's my tool. 
So I drove up to Briarcliff Manor, New York, and uh, I was told, oh, well, uh, the program director listened to your tape, and he likes you when he wants to talk to you. That guy's name was Howard Stern. Howard Stern, there we go. And uh, he eventually hired me shortly thereafter, and that happens to be a radio station I worked at for about four years, then worked in New York City at a radio station that is no longer in existence called WTFM, which was replaced by another radio station I worked at that also doesn't exist anymore. That's WAPP, which is known as New York's Apple. Yeah, I've heard of them. Okay. And then in uh, 1985, um, I got out of the radio business because I just didn't like it anymore. I didn't like what stations were doing. And I always kept the door open thinking that someday a radio station could show up at my doorstep and it would be a really good one and I would really want to work at it. And that didn't happen for a while, but in 2005 it did, and it was the peak, which happens to be a direct ancestor of that early radio station I worked at with Howard Stern. When it happened to that station, it, the license was transferred, different people owned it, different formats went in, everything from country to Spanish to, <laughs> to heavy rock. And now it was a triple A station, which stands for Adult Album Alternative. And it was playing music that I really, really liked. It turns out I knew people who worked there, and they convinced me to send a tape. So then in uh, 2005, I re-enlisted in the radio business, and... Um, it had changed quite a bit, but it was actually the same radio station I had started at 20 years before, or more like 35 years before. Wow. Uh, yeah, pretty good story there with Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah. I worked with him for probably a little over a year, and then he moved on to Hartford. Uh, it was at the very beginning of his career. It was perhaps his first job in radio, and uh, he hadn't become the character he was soon to become. He was a very nice guy. I enjoyed working for him. He just moved on and sort of created his new persona, which obviously has taken off and made him a worldwide celebrity. King of all media, right? <laughs> That's him. That's him. Every once in a while, he mentions my name on the air. Hasn't done it in a while, but you know, as of a few years ago, every once in a while, he would hear my voice on a commercial that ran on the station or... Um, would just be talking about the old days, and my name would come up in conversation, and then my phone would ring off the wall. Hey, everyone, Howard talked about you. <laughs> so what's an average day at uh, the peak like? Well, for openers, I only work there on the weekends. Right. Um, I don't have the, uh, the time to do a full-time gig there, um, but I'm there usually on Saturdays, and I fill in from time to time during the week, depending upon who's on vacation or who is out sick. And it's very quiet. Generally, if I'm there on the weekend, I'm the only one there. It's not what a lot of people think where, you know, you're surrounded by producers and, uh, and receptionists and security and whatever. I unlock the door, walk in, do my show, walk out. And I see nobody usually. I might see the person on before me or after me. But for the most part, it's all quiet inside. You know, there are, uh, what are they called, those... Uh, those um, things that run through uh, western towns, uh, sageweed. You see that sageweed, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just uh, <laughs> dust in the wind, right? All right. During the week, though, if I fill in, there's usually a whole bunch of people. There's salespeople, there's traffic people, there's programming people, music directors, other jocks, promotion people. But on the weekends, it's just nice and quiet, and I kind of like it that way. You know, no one bothers me. I get my show done. I get to 
talk about the, the music I'm playing and um, I don't have to worry about uh, any interruptions. So it's kind of sweet that way. What kind of uh, music would you would you play, like, basically? What kind of bands? Well, a triple-A format means you're catering to a lot of different generations. Uh, the key is we, we call ourselves world-class rock. And right. Of course, that is open to uh, people's opinions, what is world-class rock. But in our opinion, it's a lot of songs that are great songs but never got overplayed. There are some radio stations, especially in the New York market, and I don't have to mention any names, that play the same songs over and over and over again. We don't do that. That makes me sick. Uh, I make hearing it over and over again on the same stations, you know? Right, yep. So we try and pick songs that haven't been burned out. And when we do find a new song that we like, we don't play it 14 times a day. We play it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So the music remains fresh, and people don't get quite as sick of of popular songs as they do on other radio stations. But uh, in answer to your question, we'll play music from the 60s, we'll play music from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and uh, a nice steady diet of new music stuff we think will work with our audience. Now, we have to be specific on who our audience is. And generally, you know, there's a pretty wide range, but you'll find the bulk of them uh, somewhere between 35 and 55. Okay, uh, yeah... Um, so you play pretty much everything from the 60s on. That's correct. That's correct. And there are some stations who only play stuff that is, you know, 30, 40 years old. We play some of that stuff, but not the burnt-out stuff, but we also play a lot of great new music. You know, uh, Matt, so many people out there, and you probably run across them yourselves, uh, like the music they grew up with and never grew from that. And they always turn and say, ah, they don't make good music anymore. That's why I keep listening to the stuff that's 40 years old. And I think that's a crock. I think a lot of people actually stopped listening for new music and got old in their musical taste and didn't grow. If you listen nowadays, you'll hear plenty of great music, but you've got to make the effort to listen because there's so much good stuff out there. Not, you know, Great music did not end in 1985 or 1975 or in some cases, 1965. Some people, some of the older people, will say, "Yeah, yeah. Once, you know, once the Beatles broke up, there was nothing good anymore." And it's just so not true. So, uh, tell me a bit about what you do to get ready for a day show. Um, well, there's a big difference between what I did when I first started out and what I do now. I can, I can slot in there and just work with you know 30 seconds notice nowadays. Uh, but back in the day. Yeah, I would have to be really, really careful, know what I was going to say, know what I was going to do, uh, you know, plan everything out. But now, you know, once you get the experience, you can sort of just go into automatic pilot mode and know exactly what you're doing. It's kind of like, kind of like driving. Mm-hmm. When you're driving, when you're a brand new driver, you're really, really careful to, you know, put the blinker on, check your mirrors, make sure your seatbelt, and you have to actually consciously do those things. But after a certain time, you've done it for so many times, it all comes naturally, and you don't have to sit there just the mirror. Put your seatbelt on. It's the same thing with radio. You know, once you've done it on a regular basis, it becomes second nature. So um, I do a lot of my show prep during the show. You know, while the song is playing, I'm looking up some information on the next artist, where they're playing, who's in the band, you know, what they're going to be doing in the next year in terms of new records. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm checking the weather. I'm doing all these things while the music is playing. Some people think I'm sitting there with my headphones on with my, with my feedback saying, hey, I'm digging the song. Well, it's not quite as easy as that. It's, it, you got to prepare. The music's in the background, and I'm listening to it, but I'm listening to it. I'm multitasking. I'm doing a lot of things at the same time. Yeah, I know. I work at a little uh, radio station around here, WPKN, and uh, you really have to prepare for your show. Bridgeport, Connecticut, baby. I know it well. <laughs> um, we're talking with Bruce Figler, uh, DJ radio host at 107.1 FM. Uh, that's the peak, WSPK in White Plains, Briarcliff Manor, like. Well, yeah, that's that's a whole uh, FCC thing. Basically, the original people who took took out the license for this station uh, were going to put it in Briarcliff Manor, but FCC law says. The station does not actually have to be in Briarcliff Manor. It just has to cover Briarcliff Manor. Mm-hmm. And in your um, legal ID, you're supposed to give the call letters and the, the city of license once an hour minimum at the top of the hour. And we decided that we would throw White Plains in there because, well, not only is our station located now in White Plains, but um, most people don't know where Briarcliff Manor is. Yeah, I'm going to be able to tell you. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's about uh, 15 minutes from White Plains, a little north and a little bit west. But we figured we'd give people, you know, a better shot of knowing where we're coming from if we threw the White Plains in there. We don't we don't have to legally, but uh, we choose to. Yeah. Uh, oh wow, it's already been uh, 15 minutes. So uh, maybe you can hang out a little while longer. I'll give you a few more minutes, sure. Uh, yeah. Um, how about uh, if you have uh. Any interesting behind-the-scenes stories, like which bands were fun or nightmares to be with? You know, I have to tell you, I don't have too many horror stories. You know, I've met a lot of bands and a lot of celebrities over the years, and uh, generally they're on their best behavior um, because they're in, fr- you know, they're in front of a microphone, and so as a result, they have to be on their best behavior. Now, you turn the mic off sometimes, and... Uh, then you can see the other side of them. But generally, they're on their best behavior. So, you know, I, I once had uh, Billy Joel in my studio. Wow. And I think that um, he was going through a tough time in his life, and I think he had recently gotten divorced. And I remember looking at him thinking, this man needs a night's sleep. He looks like he's been up all night. Um, there's that. Um, I've had some really good experiences on the air, too. I had Southside Johnny on the air once. Um, he was a great interview. Uh, uh, Billy Idol. Uh, many, many artists have come through the studios that I've, I've worked at and got to interview. Charlie Daniels was by one. Oh, wow. <laughs> Charlie Daniels? Uh, was that Charlie Daniels? Good old Charlie Daniels, the bearded wonder. Yeah, I like him. He's, he's uh, He has a lot of good things to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's interesting. Yeah, he is. He's a very outspoken guy. Um, I have I have been at concerts and been backstage at concerts and uh, have seen sort of uh, the ugly side of certain artists, Jacob Dylan in particular, uh, wow. him and his whole management team. I was at a music festival with, with them, and they just weren't all that friendly, and they seemed very surly. I once had a, a, a brush-up with Joni Mitchell's road manager. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it happens in, in every line of work. There are people you're going to like and people you're not going to like. But as a result... Uh, 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 I don't think there's any real difference between uh, rock stars and real everyday people, except for when you look at their bank account and you know 
when they go off on a bender. They <laughs> bender. Yeah, and um, I guess the final question, uh, I was going to ask you a couple more, but I don't have time for that, I don't think. Um, what advice would you give to those that want to get started in the radio industry? That's a tough question because it's a very, very difficult industry to get in and a difficult, even more hard, uh, it's even more difficult to make money at it. Don't I know it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because most of the radio jobs in the world are sought after, and so people accept very low wages. And that goes up and down the line, unless you become, you know, if you become Howard Stern, then you can call your own shots because you're making a lot of money. But uh, most radio personalities are considered by management to be very replaceable. So uh, if you start making too many demands for money, even if you're good and your ratings are good, they will just turn around and say, well, I could get someone else to do it for much, much less, and the ratings might suffer a little bit, but don't usually suffer that much. So it's very, very difficult. So I would, I would tell someone who's trying to get into it, don't have visions of grandeur. You, know, you can use it. It's a great – I do it because I do it for fun, and I do it because it keeps me in touch with music. But I certainly don't do it for a living because it would be a very, very tough thing to do. Uh, Just do it because you love it, right? Yeah, that's basically the reason why. Um, to get involved, I would say practice, get get working at a college radio station uh, like any number of them up and down the East Coast. PKM probably has a lot of... Uh, spaces for, for people who are just starting off, right? They have some. Uh, I'm still trying to get a gig there, but um, and I've been working there for like five months. So. All right, well, you got to be patient. you got to be patient. You have to um, work on things, you know, work on your, on your voice, mm-hmm. um, work on your, your knowledge, work on your ability to read and think um, on your feet because a lot of times – it takes a lot of that to be able to be spontaneous and and uh, not fall apart when your cell phone rings in the middle of a, of a radio interview, which just happened there. Um, <laughs> try not to miss a beat. Yeah, um, you got to think on your feet and got to got to be got to be quick. Yeah, yeah, and that that also comes with doing it. And I would have to say that do it and get good at it. Don't expect to walk into a place and be good right away. Everything, everything you do in life uh, takes time to get, you know, whether you're, you're playing a sport or, um, you know, learning how to paint or learning how to speak into a microphone. All of those things take a lot of practice and a lot of time to get good at it. And, uh, you know, don't give up. Just uh, keep cracking at it and uh, get a, take as many opportunities to do that kind of work as possible. And at some point, maybe you know, you can actually make a living at it. Maybe not a great living, but you might be able to, to do it and support yourself. Yeah, uh, good stuff there, because uh, I've been working at it for 15 years, and I'm still trying to work at it, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, sometimes uh, good things happen to those who wait. Right. And we've been talking with Bruce Figler, a DJ radio host from 107.1 FM, The Peak, WXPK, in White Plains, New York. Thanks for uh, talking to us uh talking to me today, uh, Bruce. My pleasure, Matt. Good luck with everything. Yep, I'm going to go into some music, and um, we'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, Thanks for calling. And I hope you don't have to wait another 15 years to uh, get on the air. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Bruce.
That was Bruce Figler, TJ radio host, 107.1 WXPK, The Peak in White Plains. And speaking of music, let's go into some music. Uh, for the last, like, six minutes, here's Bon Jovi. Song for the broken hearted.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.